Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you're indeed Locked On Magic. Today is May 25th, 2017. My name is Phil Prosperike. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. I have a tendency to talk fast. That was brought to my attention today. Uh, so I will try and talk a little slower. Not too slower, but, but a little slower. Of course, Wednesday was the big day. Jeff Weltman was officially introduced to the media as the president of basketball operations. We'll have a complete recap of that press conference and, and, our fir- and my first impressions, at least, of the Magic's new head honcho and what to expect from him as now the Magic Move on from the GM search phase of the summer to the let's actually build a basketball team phase of the summer. Uh, That part will be ongoing, of course, for the next several months. But before we get going, I do want to say a quick word from our pals over at SeatGeek. Buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long, long time now. And it's always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show you want to go to. And none of those older ticket sites want to change that. But SeatGeek, I tell you, is different. They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets. SeatGeek is always the first place I go to look for tickets to a game or concert. Everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. SeatGeek does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you, yes you, get the best possible deal. That's what those green circles are for. SeatGeek does all the work and you save time and most importantly money. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Best of all, and I'm sure you know this by now, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. If you haven't used it yet, you should really get on it. There's some fun concerts coming to town, I'm sure. There's plenty of great events. Magic season's right around the corner, believe it or not. To get your $20 rebate, here's what you have to do. Download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code, enter promo code LOMAGIC, and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOMAGIC today. Let's start then by talking about what, I guess, expectations are when you enter a GM search. When it comes to meeting a general manager for the first time and 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 on getting to know his vision and what he believes in the team, you start to expect certain buzzwords. And not only certain buzzwords, you, you kind of see a lot of these executives blend together. After all, a lot of what they do happens behind closed doors. You don't really know who influenced what or who to give credit to for certain decisions. Every former GM that's out there is a failed GM because they don't have a job anymore. They, they, they're looking for a new one. Each person in this league has bounced around to different jobs. 
experience is nice, and it's it's a good way to hedge your bet. And the Magic certainly made it clear during the press conference today that they're trying to hedge their bets a little bit by going with experience. And, and they could not have picked two more experienced guys. Jeff Weltman's been in the league, in the league in some capacity for 25 years. John Hammond, who is not at the press conference. Uh, has been in the league in some capacity for 35 years, so that's a lot of experience, a lot of a lot of different teams, a lot of different successes that these two executives have had. But while Hammond's been in the lead chair, Weltman has never been in the lead chair, and you never know how someone's going to react to that decision making, to that pressure of being the guy having everything fall on your lap. I remember sitting here five years ago, not here because I wasn't podcasting back then, but I remember sitting five years ago listening to Rob Hennigan speak for the first time, knowing what his background and his experience was, and thinking, yeah, he's young, but he seems relatively ready for this opportunity. There's no reason to believe that he can't get the job done. The plan seemed sound on paper. Ultimately, as I tell everyone when it comes to GMs, you are a product of the decisions that you make. You can do everything by the book and make the right decisions, but one thing doesn't go right, or the formula doesn't quite mix it up, and things can go off the rails pretty quickly. If you if you know me, I am still a little bit of a Hennigan defender. I won't deny that. I think his his plan was sound. It was executed. Okay, not great. And some missed opportunities hurt him in the end. Jeff Gwellman actually told a really good story during his press conference today. He noted when he was with the Toronto Raptors, with Matt, his first year with Masai Ujiri, they planned the Andrew Wiggins year, as I noted before, to, ta- to, to tank. And he freely admitted it, that it was not a secret that they were looking to kind of throw everything away and restart. Then they made a big trade. And he didn't mention him by name, but we all know who it was. It was the Rudy Gay trade. And it completely changed the Raptors' fortunes. All of a sudden, everything clicked. Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan worked perfectly together. And not only did they click, they became one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. And out of that decision, that one decision, the Raptors' fortunes completely changed. The plan completely changed for the better. And that's an example of how a shrewd move and how, frankly, how random the NBA can be. You make the right move at the right time You go from also-ran team to playoff contender to division champion to potential championship team. That's a, a bit of experience that Weltman has and something that he recognizes and knows 
about this league. Something that experience has taught him. At the same time, of course, experience does help you know what pitfalls to avoid. And what works, what does work, what vision does work, how to adjust off that vision, and what does not. And that's where I think Weltman's experience is going to be really, really key. And having Hammond there next to him is going to be really, really key. They have seen a lot in this league. And yes, things change and surprises happen. But they have indeed seen a lot to know how to handle whatever comes their way next. So what is the approach going to be from this crew? What does Weltman see in the Orlando Magic? Why did he take this job? Weltman said, pretty much at the top of his press conference, that he was happy in Toronto. He wasn't going out seeking jobs. He didn't want the extra title, although I'm sure the money is nice. He wasn't looking around to leave his situation. He liked it. But to him, Orlando was a special franchise. And while, yeah, we certainly are a little close to some of the, the, the follies that have befallen this ownership of lately, of late, especially on the court, the Magic do still have a pretty good reputation around the league, it seems. That they they try to do things the right way, at least. That they treat their people well. That they're engaged and involved in the community. And minus the championships are a pretty model franchise. The championships part, of course, is something that they want to get at. But everyone knows what Alex Martins knows. That throughout this team's 28-year history, they've been fairly successful. Two finals appearances, 14 playoff appearances in 28 years. And they have stable ownership. Say what you want about the DeVos family, and there is plenty to say. I saw what was on C-SPAN earlier. There's plenty to say about that family. But they have provided stable ownership. And they seem very committed at this point. In a way that maybe they haven't been to supporting this team financially in the basketball operations department. Hiring a basketball, a president of basketball operations is a big financial commitment. A big financial commitment. And getting John Hammond to leave Milwaukee is certainly not something that is cheap either. So it seems like ownership then is ready to recommit to this team. And that attracted Weltman in. But what about the roster? And here I think we learn a little bit more about Weltman's approach and how he wants to build this team. He didn't come to Orlando on Wednesday saying... For instance, we believe Aaron Gordon is an all-star and that he can re- become an all-star this year. That's not the approach Weltman's going to take. 
Waltman sat on the dais there and said, I have to do a lot of listening first. I have to talk to Coach Frank Vogel. He knows this team better than I do at this point. I need to talk to the people that remain from the previous staff and ask them their opinions on players, on the draft, to get himself up to speed. What Weltman is doing first is taking a pause and making sure it's not about him. That he is going to give everyone a chance to speak their mind and inform him on who this Orlando Magic team is. Well, I don't break it down into strengths and weaknesses. I just look at it as we've got a lot of young players. And when you have young players... Oftentimes, they're still trying to figure themselves out. It's our job to help them figure themselves out and give them a roadmap to getting to where they need to get. Um, A lot of what I'm sure is going to be discussed today, honestly, Josh, is stuff that I've got to sit with Coach uh, about and discuss. Um, You know, I have to understand um, who's who, what's what, and, and, and do some listening before I can answer that probably too deeply. And surely... Weltman does probably have some opinions about the players on this roster already. Obviously, he was working in another front office, and and everyone kind of keeps intel on everybody else. They they do have opinions on different players, and I'm sure his opinions will differ from the previous administrations and even differ a little bit from, from maybe what Frank Vogel believes. But I think what's important here is that this initial approach is not to prejudge everyone, at least publicly. He's going to give everyone on the roster a fair shake to get to understand how they fit in and perhaps even get an honest answer to what went wrong last year. Because it's easy to say, well, you know, this didn't work because of this and not be a part of it. And then to come in and talk to a guy like Frank Vogel who was in the trenches with the team every day and say, you know, this is kind of where we're at with this guy and his development you know, we liked what he was doing in practice. It just never translated to the court. There, there's little quirks and little things that a coach can certainly draw out that you can't from observing from the outside. Now, I think an outside opinion is good, and I think what is important is that within the next few weeks, Waltman does need to kind of firm up a more concrete plan to say, you know, okay, this is what we believe this guy is, and how do we address this need, or... You look at the the free agency work that maybe Matt Lloyd and his staff have done, and say, "I like this idea," or, "I you know I think we need to go in a different direction." You know, have you thought about going this way? But what's important to me from 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 hearing this in the press conferences is that Weltman wants to listen. He wants to foster a envir- an environment where everyone is working and pulling together, where everyone feels the confidence to speak their mind, speak their opinion, and everyone's voice has weight. It's ultimately Weltman's decision. And honestly, the general thought that I had from watching Weltman throughout the press conference is that he's a pretty discerning guy. You know, he's not kind of the the, the sound bites and the buzzwords that you heard Rob Hennigan say. In fact, Weltman was asked about culture, and he just said, I despise that word. 
he doesn't want to kind of have a set culture. He just wants to have everyone working, you know, on the same page. Working together and for each other. But at the same time, he seemed very discerning, very patient, very much sitting back and and taking in all the information that he could. Alex Martins described him as, as analytical. And that seems to be part of his process. One of the things that Weltman seems to be wanting to carry over from his time with the Toronto Raptors is that collaborative environment. He told a story from last week, it seemed, where a, a, a strength and conditioning coach was in the room with him and Masai Ujiri and was passionately speaking about a, a course of action the team wanted that he wanted the team to go down and even pointed at Ujiri and Weltman at one point and said, I don't care if you're the GM and you're the assistant GM, this is the way things need to be done. And there's enough trust in that room to let him speak that, to take what he said, to debate it to some extent, and then to pick a course of action. That's the kind of environment that Weltman wants to bring to the Magic. And he thinks that's the best way to make clear decisions, to make good decisions for this team. It's simple. Um, we're going to get the best basketball people in the room with the most diverse opinions that we can find. We're going to encourage everyone, titles are out the window, to speak their piece. And we're going to fight, and we're going to argue, and we're going to figure out why one guy feels one way, how, how things fit into what we're trying to build, who's the right kind of person to identify as a magic player. And, uh, and it could be anyone in the room that wins the argument. You know, I always say the, the first sign of a bad boss is that he wins every argument. I don't want to be that guy. So I want to listen. I want to understand where everyone's coming from. And I just believe that if we have talented guys working together, we'll make the right decision. A lot of that bringing in the best basketball minds will come down to opening the pocketbook and paying for them in some respect. It is, while nothing's official, it is still pretty expected that the Magic will keep Matt Lloyd, a very well-respected guy around the league, a scout, a college scout especially. He very well could be given a a larger role or become a vice president of basketball operations or given, you know, he was an assistant GM, could be promoted into some other, you know, made-up title role. But those are the kind of people the Magic want in the room. Bringing in John Hammond, someone with so much experience who really kind of helped Weltman in his career, that's another big name in that room that carries a lot of weight and and will add to the discussion and add to the conversation that happens over every decision. Obviously, it's nice to sit here today and say, This is the way the Magic are going to do things. They're going to sit and debate everything to its death, and the winning argument wins the day, and, you know, Weltman is the the judge and jury of it. And and that seems to be kind of the approach that Weltman is going to take. He doesn't seem like a kind of get-into-the-middle-of-the-room-take-charge kind of guy. He seems like a very discerning, very analytical, very kind of fair-minded guy in making these decisions. But like I said at the top of the show, 
You don't really know anything until they sit down in that room and make that decision. Boltman's never had to make that decision before. He's always had a voice. He's always been able to make an argument. But he's never had to pick the winning argument. Not that we know of, at least. And that's his role now. While he wasn't willing to say much about the roster and what he's learned about it, because he's trying to come in, I think, very fair-minded and come into it thinking, you know, clearly without much, uh, without much bias or inherent bias in him. He's going to have to make some big decisions about the roster. And he's going to have to have a pretty clear plan to get the team moving in the right direction. He has to have a clear vision for what works and what doesn't work, what fits and what doesn't fit with this roster. He's got to use every connection he can to make deals that will help the team, both to clear away players that maybe don't fit anymore, but also to bring in players that do. Being the head honcho is not an easy job. The buck stops with him. Pun intended. There's no one else there to save him now. And nobody knows how capable Weltman is to step into this. Granted, he's got a lot of experience to say that he's as ready as anyone could be for this job. But you just never know. A general manager is the sum of his decisions. You can have the right plan. You can have the right idea. You can do everything the right way. Put all the resources in the right places. And things still may not work out. The league can be random like that. And the Magic have suffered a lot of that randomness the last five years with a plan that I think a lot of people would say was a smart one. Not executed well, but a good plan. Weltman may not have kind of the strict plan that Rob Hennigan did to go to the draft for a few years, rebuild the talent base that way. His plan may be, is probably going to be different. It may not be as coherent. It may be more opportunistic. But what is important is to remember the goals. The goal is to get better every day. Every season to get a little bit better. And that might be where the magic start this year. Simply to get better. To be better. It's going to take some changes to the roster and Weltman will put his imprint on it. Now we know a little bit more about the process. In what ways will things change? How will the Magic put that focus on? That's going to be the big question for the next three months. And of course it starts with the draft on June 22nd. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Uh, For the full press conference, you can go check out Orlando Magic's Facebook page. Just search Orlando Magic on Facebook. It should also be up on orlandomagic.com. It was an interesting press conference. Uh, get, getting to know Weltman a little bit. Uh, he also did the radio row. 
So you can che- I'm sure you can check out 96.9 The Game as well as ESPN Orlando and their websites for more from Wel- from Weltman. He also did an interview with Fox Sports Florida and, and of course, or at least our Twitter page. Uh, and of course, we'll have plenty more from the press conference as well. You can check out orlandomagicdaily.com for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including from this press conference as well as other thoughts coming out of the the out of the introduction as well as preparing for the draft, which is quickly coming, by the way. We also are getting ready to dive a little bit into free agency. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audio Stitcher, tune in all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Be sure to give us a five-star review. Let us know how we're doing and spread the word about Locked On Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at OmagicDaily. I think I just passed 11,000 followers, which is pretty awesome. You can be one of them too. Follow me on Twitter at OmagicDaily, as well as like us on Facebook at Orlando Magic Daily. And of course, once again, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Again, thank you all for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. I will see you all again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.